Blast off? That time I didn't hit the music. <laughs> Third go. time's the charm. Here we go. Three, two, one. This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, IMC. This week we'll be talking nerd world news, the upcoming Infinity Wars remakes, reboots, and adaptations. We're going to talk Star Trek, comics, and more. After that, stick around for our Everyday Hero shout-out and our question of the week. Hi, gang! Hi. Hi! In the studio Hello. with me, as always, the irrepressible Billy DeTori. Hi, Chris. How you doing, Billy? Good. Are we having fun yet? Yes. Good deal. It's a nice sunny day out today. It is. I'm enjoying this. this Oddly. Is... Yeah, well, t- l- luckily, it's going to get much colder and very windy today. Well, good. That, so. I need that consistency in my yeah. life. And there's possible snow. And there's possible snow, yeah, yeah because it's Rochester yeah. and that's what happens. We need 60 mile an hour winds because, well, it, it's not as good as the 80 we had last year. Oh, I know. I was, I was actually at work during the windstorm last year. And I remember drive, I was driving down J Street, and I looked to my left, just looking down Pool Street, just in time to see a tree go over and cross Pool Street and smash a car. I was taking the bu- I was taking the bus home from work, and the bus mm-hmm. had to pull over because the wind ripped the back off the bus. Oh my god! Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it ripped the like the the, the, the back, back panel. Yeah. Wow. wow. So they had to pull over and like, and then they couldn't get someone out there. So he wound up tying it down so they could uh, continue on her. <laughs> MacGyver it. Got a ratchet strap going. See, when you said tear the back off the bus, the first thing I thought it was one of those articulated yeah. double buses, and no. then the back half got ripped off. No, oh, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> no, cool. That would have been a windstorm. That would have been cool. Also in the studio today, without her headphones on, is Tanya Metris. Hello, Tanya. Hi. I'm trying to do volunteer stuff also for FC3. So you're multitasking <laughs> over there right now. I am multitasking. I'm doing what Sarah um, was so observant about. Yes. Talking and yeah. things like that. Yes. Um, we was just looking that um, if anyone is wanting or willing to volunteer to just go into the system and give us um, the volunteer um, application just so we have you in the system because then we know where to put somebody and what. Um, they're all in one spot because we have so many people on like the area 42 and that mm-hmm. things like that. And when, when we look at the actual applications, we only have 14, but okay. we know we have so many more people. Right. So we're getting that orchestrated in one space. Gotcha. So if you're interested in volunteering, I am putting for... the link up on my Facebook page mm-hmm. and the FC three Facebook, F- and then it'll go up on the FC three page also. Okay. Because not a lot of people who listen to us will actually have you as their personal Facebook friend. No, but they should. You are just that delightful, i oh, got to tell you. <laughs> also in the studio today, producer Sherry is with us. Hi. Hi, honey. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Having more fun than I conceivably know what to do with. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very low bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I managed to survive the past few years. It's really... Boy, oh boy. <laughs> and associate producer Chris is also in Hello. the studio today. Hello, Christopher. How are Hello. you? I'm good. We Say collect it. Chris's here in this organization. Do we have, how, how many, many Chris- do we have? Um, well, there's just the two of us, I think. Just yeah, the but... two of us. I can't... Yeah. We... I can't think of any other Chris's right now. No, no. We collect You collect Chris's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have, be us. You have like six of them in your life at this point, I don't you, do, Sharon? I you have do. like a couple of DMs and... Yeah, there's a couple more than that when you start adding the females in. Oh, true. What, my first yep. apartment in college. Mm-hmm. Three people. All of all us Chris. were Chris's. That's nice. 
That's good. My second apartment, two of us were Chris's. Uh-huh. And it was a different Chris. So <laughs> <laughs> I threw off my, my dad's side of the family. His his younger sister has, has three children of her own. The oldest is my cousin Christine. And Christine has a husband named Eric. So there's a Chris and Eric in Ottawa. And then here in Rochester, uh, my, my soon-to-be ex-wife and I, it's Chris and Erica. Mm. So we would throw the family off. Is Chris and Erica or Chris and Eric? Which, which, wait, wait, well, who are we talking about? I don't know. It's, it's just too confusing. So we solved that. But <laughs> there was some dark humor there. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, where are we? We're doing this. We're doing a thing. Um, sponsor shout outs. Let's play with that. That's fun. As always, you're going to hear this list. And most of you who have been listening to this show regularly is going to be able to recite this fairly, fairly verbatim at this point. We've got a big shout out for Knox Craft Cocktails and Comfort Foods at the Village Woo-hoo! Gate Mall. Uh, Selena's, the best Mexican food in Rochester, also at the Village Gate Mall. When are you taking us to go to. What are you doing after we record? (laughs) You think I'm kidding? (laughs) I'm not taking it back to my house. It's been a laundry explosion. There's nowhere (laughs) to sit. Yeah, Yeah, I don't have couches at my house right now. It's just piles of laundry all over the place. Which is interesting considering how many couches you have at your house. Yes, I know. Seriously, I've got like three of them at the moment. Yeah, it it exploded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody did a laundry marathon. They just unfold as they went. It's just piles all over the place. Um, So, you know, if, if you guys are interested in not rushing home we can we can definitely do that now um well not now we got a podcast now um first print comics over on buffalo road the great escape room over on university and wibbly wobbly timey wimey the folks who are bringing you caitlin blackwood the young amelia pond from doctor who you know quite they were we were talking about has caitlin done is she working on anything else right now Uh, do we know that can you go to her imdb page perhaps Am I going to vamp my ass off while you <laughs> find out some information over there? C-A-I-T. Oh, wait, is it K? Let me look. Wait, wait, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You guys are all assholes. Yes, but you love us. I wasn't picking on you. She was giggling, though, so that's like guilt by association, unfortunately. It's one of those things. Oh, you made me mess up. Now I got to start over. C- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is currently in pre-production for Journey Bound, being a shop girl. Okay. And there was um, one that was completed in 2017 called Sundown. It's a short. Okay. And so she's getting her career started. Yes. Young lady's up and coming, and you're going to get a chance to meet her in June if you come to Flower City Comic Con. Oh, she no. Was... Let me rephrase that. When you when? come when? to Flower City Comic Con. That's much better. I, I like that. See, Dan will Power of positive speech. Exactly. So. Hypnotize. Hip- you will you come. You will come <laughs> to the Flower City Comic Con. Okay, now loop that underneath us talking, Billy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> subliminal. <laughs> the so little subliminal messaging. Mr. Subliminal. Yeah, that's it. So our listener in the Czech Republic. Yeah. <laughs> I just all Man, of a sudden. Man, I got to fly all the way to. I have to go to Rochester, New York. But they do. I got I to gotta do a big shout out because not only did, this is like the farthest our podcast has reached was to the Czech Republic. But not only that, but that person took the time to give us a, 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 a comment and some feedback. And a lot of it was very positive, but definitely some, you know, there was some things that they pointed out. And I love that. That was they great. They were a little so, worried awesome. about the number of voices that we have yep. on. Because sometimes it can I, I can't understand what he'd be talking no. yeah, about. <laughs> some, sometimes it can get a little How populated. Do do I, I don't know what, what he did. <laughs> Where's something to throw at Billy? Well, we're okay, very grateful. We need to be careful. Chris is very breakable today. Oh, which one? Me or him? <laughs> Me. Oh, oh, my God. I almost had to pull over on the throughway because I got laughing. I broke myself. Oh, dear Lord. That's talent. Do not mention Paris Hilton. Oh. But, as she mentions Paris Hilton. That's wonderful. Okay. So what are we we 
No, I so just had the image of. So, are we going to Selena's Par- after this? Yeah, I guess we're going to go to Selena's after this. <laughs> oh. So, I had the image. You're going to join us, right? I guess so. Yes, you are. I, I guess had I'll the have image to bring of... leftovers home to my house. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> it's okay. No, I can wait. It's fine. I had the image of Paris Hilton as a, a political pundit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're talking about Tommy Lahren then? <laughs> wow. But, but talking like she talks. Oh, and, okay. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I couldn't get the visual out of my head over yeah. the auditory. So, um, it, it was a while it was before. I Tommy Lahren is laughing. basically Paris Hilton with a political job. That's all there is to it. I'm saying that. Anyway, that was my <laughs> that was my observation for the day. The room goes does dead. He, does he have a pretty good voice? Because she, she does. It well, Tommy Lahren is is, is, a, is a blonde little. She's she? a Barbie okay, girl. I don't, yeah, I looks, don't know who she, she, she is. Like her, she's she's very attractive and... in a Trumpy world. Okay, then I know who she is only yeah. vaguely because I see that and I walk out of the room. <laughs> there, there you go. Because I really can't listen to... I'm, like, lost. We're moving on now. (laughs) (laughs) What is Patreon? Patreon? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. What is Patreon? Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support Monkey Business and Flower City Comic Con. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. Patreon, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Somebody asked me the other day. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, Plus tons of great perks at all levels. More videos? More videos. I'm, I've been doing that on a fairly weekly basis. I did miss a couple of weeks ago, but I made up for it. So <laughs> You did. I did. <laughs> okay, maybe it might be a prediction, but anyway. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, the director's blog is going to be something I'm going to do on a fairly regular basis. Where I'll, I'll, and it's funny, I'm always parked in my car while I'm at work. <laughs> you know, it's, I'll be like on a parking lot or I'll be sitting off to the side and I'll be like, hey, I should do a blog. And I start talking to my freaking phone. And then you see City of Rochester. Yeah, yeah I see my uh, yeah my logo on my shirt. Yeah, and that's okay because I'm going to start taking blackmail videos that when uh, he doesn't post one, um, I'm just going to start posting random videos like I did of you and your son singing. Oh. <laughs> at cur- cosplay, at, karaoke. At cosplay karaoke. You know what? Did, I don't think anyone got video of us singing at the end. I don't think. I I was too busy helping you sing. Deb might have. I think Deb. I think she I think Deb, Deb I, might I have. have to to say, I'll have to talk to Deb. Yeah. I don't recall anything. That was fun. <laughs> I was embarrassed. You two singing Paradise by, by the, the Dashboard, dashboard. Lights. No, oh, I love that song. By the console light. Yeah, but you didn't. You only said console once. You stuck with Dashboard from there on. No, in. no. Stop no. right there. No, we did console light right every now. time. Yeah. Every single Will time. Will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you never leave me? Will you make me so happy for the rest of my life? Will you take me away? Will you make me a wife? I gotta know right now. <laughs> It's only going. Okay, you love me. You don't need Do you need me? And Billy Jones. We need Billy. Billy. We need Billy. Billy's the man. Will you make me a wife? I gotta know right now. Before we go any further, do you love me? Will you love me forever? Okay, this has gone way off the rails. Want to help others find the show? Okay, um, there is no cat wrangler today. Um, all the cats are loose, and the wrangler has become a cat. Is this the part where we all talk too much? Yes, this is it. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, want thank to help you. Good night. The show. Leave, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, please. Especially after this episode, we're gonna need the we're gonna need the reassurance. Because I know I can't sing, but doesn't mean I won't. Exactly. That's all I am about dancing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what else we want to be. We want this to be a conversation. So every of you will be thanked on the air, and any questions that you pose us will be answered, including yes, that was indeed Tanya singing. 
<laughs> and Billy and, and Billy Sherry. and Sherry and, and Chris, Chris and me and, Chris, yeah, yeah, we all and then you and then I got leave. up and tried to leave but I realized wait a minute I'm the host I have to come back uh-huh. <laughs> so please send us your questions because we would love to answer them yeah on we air. think we know what we're doing half the time so we, we know yeah, what we're, we're doing I sometimes we just know we're doing it badly yes there we go. <laughs> <laughs> today is definitely a side quest that, that, and that, I, that's I, the applause button that's hit the what applause this button. episode that's was supposed yes. to be that. I am so glad it's not a six degrees of whatever <laughs> episode you scared me it's six degrees of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that one I might be able to play anyway give me advance warning <laughs> All right. Well, okay, we'll, dead air, and Chris is checking his phone. Hand me that bacon. We'll go to break with a little bit of comedy. Then. Let's go to yeah, because we're not so funny enough. <laughs> I, a, a where's, little, where's Paris six, by the dashboard light? A little six degrees of Paris Hilton from well, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people. I mean, I love all my pop culture. I love my my tabloids, but I am sick to death of Paris Hilton. Sick of her. Sick of her. In particular, I'm really sick of Paris Hilton's ass crack. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of her pants falling down. I'm real. I'm actually sick of all ass crack. I'm sick of Beyonce's ass crack. I'm sick of Tara Reid's ass crack. I'm sick of ass crack. I'm sick of my own ass crack. And ass cracks are so overexposed. And you know what I love? I love when girls have um, like the tattoo right there. And so when they bend over, does it not look like they just have a really hairy ass? <laughs> Because you know when they got it, they're like, I can't help it, I'm sensual. You look like a hairy janitor. Oh, man. That was raw. That's Kathy Griffin for you. She was so funny. We saw her live once. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. There's somebody who murdered her career. Yeah. I, th- I bet she comes back. Man. I'm sure she'll eventually oh, yeah. bounce back. I like Kathy, too. I saw her at RIT okay. what, what, what a happened? couple years ago. Uh, she did this whole thing where it was basically a Trump protest, and it backfired in her face yeah. spectacularly. She did a beheading Donald Trump thing. Yeah. Oh. She was holding like, a mannequin head that had a big... But you know what I find toupee. interesting is that that r- ruined her career or derailed her career for mm-hmm. a certain length of time, but Roseanne can post pictures of herself dressed as Hitler. Yeah. Baking. And she's on national TV. Getting great ratings <laughs> and, and and congratulatory messages from, from the president. president yeah. yes. Well, Kathy Griffin got those from me. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> once you said that, I went, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, so we're going to we... do some nerd world news today. What are we doing? We're not doing one big topic. We're doing a series of them. Lots of little topics today. We're going to see where this Surprise! goes. We might not catch a bunch of, we, we might miss a few of these, but yeah. you know, we're just going to have some fun for a, for a little bit here. Um, this is the 11th of April, it looks like. So Infinity War is a couple of weeks away. <gasps> I can't wait. I have my tickets already. You do? <laughs> I, got, I actually I've should. Had them, I've had them You've had them for a couple be- of weeks now, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Since the beginning of March. Billy, what are you hoping for with Infinity War? Just a, a good movie. Okay. A, a great movie. That's all I need. I hope they don't kill Hawkeye off. I, I, I hope I can understand it, that I'll remember everything that's happened in, in the last <laughs> dozen years yeah, mm-hmm. of in... the Marvel. That's the one thing I re, I, I worry about is right. I, I don't know all the references. Uh-huh. Is that what was it? I don't know. So they all blur but together okay, after I'll just, a while? Yeah. You have some movie watching I, I know I'm going to rewatch Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, just because I want to re-see that. That one. was a good movie because it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, 
Uh, definitely Civil War. I don't know if I'll get the Black Panther again, mm-hmm. but um, oh, I'm going to try and watch, watch it again. And again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and again. And again and yeah, again. Yeah, I just saw Civil War a couple weeks ago. Yep. So I, I'm going to rewatch a, a couple of them and mm-hmm. hope that it all ties in. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I was going to say you should probably. Mm-hmm. Guardians I, of the Galaxy is in my that. desk at work. They're going to fit so. in. Yeah, because that's going to Doctor be... Strange, I probably should rewatch. Thor Ragnarok. I didn't love Thor Ragnarok as really? much as other people did. Huh. I don't know why. We watched it with Sherry's mom, and she started out. I don't like this. I don't like this. I really don't like this. I don't like this. this. And by the end, she was like, okay, that was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yep. That's good stuff. Um, Yeah, I heard you two talking about Jeremy Renner. Yeah, because allegedly he's not on any Any of the the posters. posters. However, in the mashup that's on my computer screen's um, wallpaper, Mm -hmm. he is up in the corner with one of the groups. That's a Photoshop. That's a fan. That's a, no, but that, <laughs> I know they've done a lot of fan ones because news. yeah, because they're um, because people are so upset that he's not in any of them. So I don't know. He's in the movie, yeah. I, I don't we know. don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm going to IMDb. They kill him quickly. I think no, that's what's I, happening. I think what it was was he they was on vacation, uh-huh. so he, you know, couldn't, oh, so couldn't, the okay, couldn't a- participate in the Infinity Wars. He oh. was. You know, he was out with the kids or doing gotcha. a roller coaster. There you, you know, go. Sort of I have a question. We yeah. know people are going to die. Uh huh. We know. Yeah. It's just, it's a fact of life. Uh huh. Somebody big, probably more than one, is going to die. Yep. Is there anyone that would just be like, okay, that's a deal breaker for me? Um, because we we've been discussing this. Yeah. Honestly, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I'm going to hate anybody they kill. They have him in gonna... the cast. No, yeah. no, okay. no. Exactly what she means uh-huh. is. If this person dies, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the Marvel universe. I no. can't do that because I'm not that kind of a fan. You know, I'm I'm not that kind of guy. Who like, well, they screwed that up entirely, so I'm done with any of the future movies. Because no, when the next movie comes out, I'm going to want to freaking see it. I'm going to see what's going on. So there's no, for me personally, there's no deal breaker deaths. Mm-hmm. There's going to be ones that I'm going to. Who's feel gonna, and, okay? Then who's going to be the hardest? The what hardest. Would be the hardest because. There's certain, I mean, there's certain ones you just think, okay, this we know this actor doesn't want to keep doing mm-hmm. these, things like that. But it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Iron Man and Cap, the mm-hmm. the, the two the because they, they've been the grandfather, they've been basically the the leads for the entire time, and and I've been a big Iron Man fan basically since Iron Man one came out is when I got introduced. So that's what almost ten years ago now. So this is I'm collecting the comic books. I'm into the Tony Stark story at this point. So losing, and I know that Robert Downey Jr. can't do it forever. No. You know, and I know that he's been. What in, do you mean? <laughs> he he may have hit the fountain of youth, but every you know, time catches all. You know, eventually, and I know that there's going to come a time where he's going to tap out and say mm-hmm. that I'm done with these movies as much as you know I'm they're, they're a part of me and I love them and whatever. Um, as we learn in comic books, no death is forever. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> They'll read it. Tony Stark will be back if they kill him. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be Robert Downey Jr. It might be in like a Oh, I thought he was saying Robert Downey Jr. was coming back. No, oh. but Iron Man will, be, <laughs> will exist uh-huh. somehow. Okay, um, Okay. so a uh, little... But Cap, I, I'm, I'm predicting that they're going to yeah. take down Cap. Uncle Ben one. is the only death that's lasted yeah, forever. No, yeah. seriously. Monk has asked me to just bring up hers. Um, she wouldn't... I mean, as much as she loves... Iron Man, mm-hmm. and she especially loves Cap. Mm-hmm. She would be okay as long as they went with the because there's War Machine and Falcon in the wings, right? Who can take over those positions? Right, and Falcon has been Captain America in the past, and so is Bucky Barnes. The Winter Soldier has taken exactly. over as Captain America at one point. Exactly. Hers is she cannot. 
basically Hawkeye and Black Widow cannot die until she finds out about Budapest. Okay. <laughs> that's her that's her role. Now yes. it says there's um I'm looking at the the little trivia bits and pieces of this. Tom Holland was not allowed to read the script to the film due to him revealing too many secrets for Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. So oh. he was not allowed to read this script. He even I, There's even a video of him on, on Instagram or something like that where he's talking to his fans saying, yeah, they only give me enough so I can do my scenes. Yeah. Because because I apparently um, I kind of blew it. And, he, yeah. and so he's being very conciliatory about it. He's acknowledging the fact that he blew it. But he's like, I'm just terrible at keeping secrets. I admit it. It's, uh, it's just one of those things. According to Marvel Studios, there are around 64 main characters in this film. Holy Moses. 64. This is going to be a huge movie. Um, then they had to make I the screen bigger so they could have all those names on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It says, according to Kevin Feige, Feige. Feige. Yeah. The Avengers are expected to have a shakeup in their team lineup between Infinity War 2018 and the untitled Avengers sequel in 2019. In other words, the roster will be different from the prior two Avengers films. Well, right now, as of the, the current MCU, there's two Avengers teams. There's the Shadow Avengers, the Secret Avengers, which Cap took them off at, after Civil War. And you don't know oh, what they're up the to. Oh, that's the ones that are that were. Yeah, in and then the... you've got the main Avengers now, who's it's Tony Stark and and mm-hmm. the crew that's still with them. You know, it would be Rhodey, and I would assume not Falcon, no, but Rhodey and uh, Vision. Vision, yeah. Uh, not Scar. Would, would Scarlet Witch still be part of the main team? I thought she wasn't she one of the ones. I think that she was, went with Cap. She went, she went with, with Cap, Cap because mm-hmm. wasn't she one of the ones that yes. was imprisoned? They were fighting it was, over. Um, yeah. Cap and Ant Man. But where Ant-Man. is Black Widow? She disappears, and yeah. then she comes back as a blonde. Yes. <laughs> because that's the ultimate. When when you're as hot as Scarlett Johansson, you you're changing change your, your hair colors an instant, like, oh, I can't recognize her anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's the sunglasses in the hoodie. Yeah, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe instant disguise <clears throat> kit is a hoodie, sunglasses, and a baseball hat. You know, so they should just give. They, then she could have still been a redhead. I saw. Know? I saw a meme recently about the difference between Marvel and DC, and mm-hmm. it had had a picture of like Iron Man, and it had, a, and it's like, and it's like uh, face completely covered. Mm-hmm. Everyone know who's he knows who he is, and then it has Wonder Woman, and it has Superman, <laughs> and like no mask, nobody recognizes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it's the glasses. <laughs> it's the glasses. Glasses always do it. It said security for filming at Durham Cathedral was so tight that not even the cathedral wardens were allowed access inside. Wow. So, and then <laughs> something else in regards to that. Uh, the filming at Durham Cathedral involved moving most, if not all, of the pews to make room for the film sets. After filming on the Saturday night, May 6th, the sets had to be moved and the pews replaced in readiness for Sunday services. That on Monday, everything was changed around again for the completion of the film. Amazing. That's amazing. That keeps people busy. Yeah, seriously. That's that's uh, job security. This will be the first time that the Guardians of the Galaxy meet the Avengers. Yep. Which is always fun in the comic books when the two hook up with each other. Tony Stark was actually uh, a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy for a little while. Really? Oh yeah. Did not know that. Oh yeah. It's and it's as entertaining as you would hope for. I would. I vaguely remember that. Yep. Yeah. Do you think because of the rotating Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the uh, original? Five or however many will be gone. I mean, you don't need to get rid of Groot or Rocket because yeah. they're voices or mm-hmm. whatever. But like uh, Star Lord, I think Star Lord. <coughs> I, I think Star Lord hangs in there. I really, I you know what? Honestly, with the way that that, that crew is taking off, I see the all, all five of the Guardians that will survive. 
Yeah, Dave Batista, what's he, he's going to go back to wrestling? Yeah. No, he's going to stay with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's he's knows where his bread is buttered at now. He's well, enjoying I, his career as an actor. I read something about him when that when he got accepted mm-hmm. for Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. he went home and cried because yeah, he was so story. excited and so happy. And then immediately and, started taking acting lessons and really wanting to nail the part down and get I, that presence that's down. That's just Freaking awesome. It is. It's great. I mean, I love to see that in kind of enthusiasm. And and, and it shows because as the, the character has a lot of interest to him. The Drax character is not just, you know, not just here, let me punch this thing. You know, there is some def- there's depth to it. There's timing in the comedic he's lines. You know, he's, he's very different. different. <laughs> he's very different. Okay. Can I ask a question? Am Go I ahead. the only one who did not realize that baby Groot was not Groot? No, I didn't know that until I thought I... he was too. Yeah. I... No. Okay. So son. now I don't feel as yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's like it, a son in... and a sap. It's a sapling. It's yeah. A... In the comic book, whenever Groot is quote unquote killed, it's usually he grows back, and and they never really refer to him as the next Groot or a son of Groot. It's always just Groot comes back and yeah. he's off and running again. But that's what all of their species are also known as. Yes. They're all known as Groot. <laughs> yeah, and that's but see that's there, there's a long history of Groot without any of the backstory being known. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that is just stuff that's popped up in the past few years. Yeah. Um, but I had no idea. But I follow uh, James Gunn on Twitter, mm-hmm. and well, yeah, when he announced that, that kind of threw me. I went. That, that threw me off a little bit. Not. I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, and it makes sense. It makes sense because it's a very different character. Right. Yeah. He's very different than. And it's like he's got to learn every because he's learning yeah. something now. It's like I am Groot. Uh-huh. I am Groot. That was so I am Groot. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was such I a little kid that. kind of a thing to do. Oh yeah, in regards to teaching him how to arm the bomb. And teen Groot. Teen. <laughs> that is so our kids. <laughs> it really is. It's teenagers across the universe. Yes. They're all the same. No, I am so looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. This movie. is going to be one of those big blockbuster mm-hmm. movies that just that's like. And, and I think I will cry if if any of the Avengers die. Oh, they won't get ready to bring the Kleenex then, <laughs> sweets, yeah. because that's what's going to happen. Billy, who do you think is going to get capped first? Oh, I, I, I think it's got to be Iron Man. Yeah. Or either Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans. Don't mm-hmm. they both want to split? Well, I don't Could, think to say they want to so much as or, they feel that their time it's it's yeah. the their right time timing. Is done. That their time is done. It's time to hand it off to the next. Do go, we see go out on the top? Are we going to see Carol Danvers as, as Captain Marvel yes. showing up in, in Infinity believe, War? Yeah, I think I saw. It, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that because okay, that that's new how about me. if Chris Evans' character Captain America gets killed <laughs> but shows up as the Human Torch? <laughs> okay, I, I would take that. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing is how maybe that's yes. another podcast, but how do they start to interweave the Fantastic Four into the, the MCU? It's got to happen eventually. Recast, well, it's got to be a complete yeah. recast. Because yeah. I, I don't see <clears throat> the, the, the last, the Fox crew coming over. I don't see that happening. Um, None of them were particularly convincing. They're going to have to start casting clouds. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be, you know, that's that's the question I did not even think to ask is how would they handle the, the, the Fantastic Four's main stories? It's got to be it's got to be Galactus. The, mm-hmm. the first one, Galactus and Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. And then how do they portray Galactus? As not a cloud, as the guy that I've got <laughs> on my shirt. The big fella. The big purple guy. Uh-huh. With Silver Surfer flying around. There you go. I think that's the thing that has so to happen. So far, this will be the longest Marvel movie. How long is it going to be? 156 minutes. So that's... Wow. Okay, so that's like almost two, what's two and a half hours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, 
following Captain America Civil War, which was 147. Okay. And if anyone gets killed and wants to come back, scroll. Yeah. 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 They can start bringing in the scroll. Because if Captain Marvel's going to be there, then that's the Kree and the Scrawler are, mm-hmm. are, are getting ready to be put in. And the Scrawler shapeshifters, because I see the look of confusion off to okay. my right. And so that, I didn't know either. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that uh, somebody who gets killed might have actually just been, you know, a doppelganger. Who knows? Uh, now you're giving away spoilers. No, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm, was, I'm offering <laughs> fan I, theory I was, is what I'm doing. I was looking Everybody at the next that. thing, and I'm like, I'm not going to read any of this stuff. I wasn't even spoilers. thinking about that. Doug, got it. What I'm doing is fan theory. Like when Becca was in here talking about Voltron. Although we could start rumors. <laughs> I Yeah, so I was in the third scene in Infinity Wars. <laughs> um, if you look down to your left of your screen, your there was my hand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's my hand. That's what I was saying. If you look real closely at the one hour, 42, 38 second mark, you see Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and he waves. <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm just. It's looking. another movie with ET in it. There it is. <laughs> are are uh, um, C3PO and R2D2 going to be placed somewhere? Like they're it's placed be somewhere. everywhere I would, I would assume else. So yeah, it's got to be every a thing. other movie. There's going to be a 12 percent reference. There has to be. There's going to be a 12 percent <laughs> reference somewhere. Who's going to make it? Star Lord. I'm going to say Peter Parker is going to make a 12 percent reference because well, it was Pepper, and then it was mm-hmm. Groot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who's going to make the 12 percent reference? Now, here's something interesting, and I'm wondering if Marvel is doing this to try and, and, and get fan theories all riled up, but there has been no mention of a Doctor Strange 2. And so a lot of people are already going on to the, the idea of, well, maybe Doctor Strange gets killed in the Infinity Wars, so that's why they're not going to make a second Doctor Strange movie. Or maybe because, well, have it just you seen didn't tra- do very well. Have, no, have actually, you seen the, the trailer? Well. It, have you seen the trailer? For, the, for the most recent trailer. Oh, for Infinity for War? For Infinity Wars. No, I haven't seen the most recent one. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Are well, they implying? Um, what you say about Doctor Strange, uh-huh. that is part of why people are saying that. Uh, yeah. See, now, what that tells me is that MCU right now, Marvel Marvel Studios is doing a big old looky loo right now. They're making you, they're they're, they're drawing they're, you down the primrose path at this point. So everybody's going to go. Well, if Doctor Strange is going to get killed. Doctor Strange is going to get killed, and then you're never going to see it coming. You're never going to see the actual person who's getting it dropped. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was expecting. And, and in the closing credits, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be doing a little soft shoe, going, "Hey, fuckers, I'm still here." <laughs> <laughs> you will have to push the button. The button now. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> How many uh, f bombs does he have to drop? He has to drop more than two. More okay. than two. See, so I'm done. I'm good. I'm ready. So we're, we're all set. Okay, where's the duct tape? <laughs> it won't last. It won't last. So, so, but this is exciting. We're gonna know, and we'll know in a couple of weeks. Yep, we're gonna know in a couple uh, of weeks if we were right. I know. This like and then, crazy. oh, you weren't invited to the the. Uh, oh, I'm, the I have pre-show? my own. I have my own thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. Can go. With yeah. Hugh Hefner's ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're gonna see it like tomorrow. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you got the pre-screening. Yeah, we got the pre-screening. You get the pre-screening. They invited the pre-pre the pre-pre-screening. Sure, you go. What are those? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she suddenly, suddenly, Thanos is in the room with Black Panther's sister, and she looks at the Infinity Gauntlet, points it, goes, "What are those?" So, oh. so Monk added to her uh, Funko Pop collection. Yeah, she got a Shuri. Nice. <laughs> and she got a Nakia. Okay. Yep. Good characters. So she's very excited. <laughs> very good characters. She's gonna have to have her own house just for those. Just for her Funkos. Yes. 
So, you know, so this is going to be huge. And now we're really going to see kind of the fruition of everything that they've worked on for the past 10 years because everything that started was leading towards Infinity War. I mean, as soon as I mean, Iron Man and, and Iron Man one and Incredible Hulk didn't so much kind of. You know, but once they realized they were getting their steam under him, they were starting to talk about it. You, you kind of get that impression that they were heading towards something. It wasn't just it wasn't just. Loki coming back and bringing the Chitari with him to give a chance to put the Avengers together. There was something else. There was a bigger arc. And Infinity War is kind of the culmination, the ultimate, you know, the, the climax of, of everything they've worked on for the past, what, 10 years at this point. So where the hell do they go next? What I'm disappointed in <laughs> is that yeah. there's not a Rochester area theater doing the marathon. Across, really? Across the country, oh. their theater's doing a 31-hour marathon. Oh, my yes. oh I know. Of yes, like yeah, 12 different, that. and I, I don't think anyone in Rochester is doing it. When I the don't first, want to do anything that... Yeah, feels Wait. good for thirty <laughs> When the when the first was the comedian who said that, uh, not Judy Tenuta. It was I. I can Rita Rodner. Rita, Rita Rodner, Rodner. Yeah. did that. My friend was in labor for twenty six hours. I don't even want to do something that feels good, good for twenty six hours. Yes, that's where I got Because <laughs> when the first Avengers movie came out, I went to they had I think it was six movies, uh-huh. and I went to that, and that was tiring. Yeah, I can imagine a thirty one hour yeah. marathon. No. I, I don't want to be trapped in a movie theater for 31 hours. I was going to say, I would just rather spend like the next 20 some odd days mm-hmm. watching one a, every, day. one a day or even now two a day mm-hmm. in order to get them done. I'm looking forward to Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I still fun. haven't seen the first Ant-Man. Really? That, that's yeah, a lot of fun. I haven't. You have it? I think we do have it at home, but I have not seen it. All right. Well, let me know. We'll, we'll park in, at my house and we'll watch it. I want... For the beginning of Infinity Wars, to start with just a uh, a recap of all the other movies mm-hmm. done by the guy from I, Ant-Man. I think okay. in oh. that style. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. I think they have to do as previously seen on. <laughs> yeah. But I well, want it by know, that guy. <laughs> you know what? That was like the best thing I liked in Spider-Man Homecoming. Is oh, the, the, the video, the... the I'm looking at the video. It made me sick. It made me sick. Motion Watch sickness. The motion sickness, mm-hmm. but that was like the best kind of re- recap from Civil mm-hmm. War mm-hmm. into this one going, hey, look, <laughs> type thing. Yeah, and it helped to kind of bring you up to what our homecoming was going to be. Yeah. And that's that, and that but but where do you go next? And, What's and you the know next what? big and guy? That, and that kind of shows how we would be probably <laughs> as oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, uh, Jules, my daughter, is like... Sh- Tom Holland is her dream man at this point. And so she's always trying to find memes and posters and pictures of Tom Holland. She follows him on, on Twitter and, and Instagram <laughs> and stuff. Oh, it's hilarious. It's She is crushing hard on Tom Holland. Tom, are you listening? My daughter is love, in love with you. And, and I give you my blessing. Um, How old is he? Nah, it's, I'm not worried about that right now. Because <laughs> I know that's going to be completely unlikely. Um, but there was a great meme that popped up. And it had a picture of Tobey Maguire. And it said, best Peter Parker or best at Peter Parker, and then Andrew Garfield, best at Spider-Man, and then Tom Holland, best at both. And mm-hmm. I and I agree with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, because I really felt like, you know, with, with Andrew Garfield, he did a great job. I, I'm not, I want to throw shade on either of the two guys before Tom, yeah. all right? But with Andrew Garfield, when he was out of the costume, it, it, he, was, he was just like moody James Franco or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But then when he was in the Spider-Man outfit, it, you know, he comes to life a little yeah. bit more. It was a lot more fun to watch. Tobey Maguire was definitely that that innocent, naive, 
um, you know, the, the hapless Peter Parker that we grew to love in the comic books. Until he got emo and danced. Yeah, the third one was a wreck. The third movie but, was just but a But Tom wreck. Holland... Tom Holland has a great was blend. That, it was that fanboyness yes. that I just His excitement. Loved. That's, his, that's his, what his, I was talking about with yes. us. Yep, that general, genuine enthusiasm in that. Oh my God! Yeah. I caught his shield! That was so cool! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and you, you've got a metal arm? That's awesome. That's awesome. He's about to get his ass kicked by the Winter Soldier. You've got a metal arm. That's amazing. Because you know we'd be like yes. that. Yes. You know, and so you know, yes. my hat's off. Absolutely. I, mean, I would absolutely be like that. Oh, no, yeah. no question. Absolutely. And oh, can you show me how that works? And what's the, what's the, the physics behind it? Because you know, like, I, I want to know every freaking thing about it. Now, the crossover I want to see, the crossover I want to see, um, hails back to a couple of comic books that have popped up over the years. Where it would be Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Henry Cavill's Superman. Oh yeah, yeah. Superman versus Spider-Man, love it. Yeah, that was. I had the the big massive. I've I've got I, I got it again uh-huh. a, a couple years ago for my birthday. Susan uh, got me a copy of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cost you know it was pricey, but I'm sure. Yeah. I I had it originally when it was a dollar. So. <laughs> And that, wow. so the fact that it costs way more than that now makes me sad that I don't have my original. Yeah, I know. I used to have, the, it was this massive That and the thing. Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Right. And he loses. Yeah. <laughs> I remember correctly. Because it's under the red sun. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Even Stevens. Yep. Good stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that question's hanging out there. I just, I wouldn't know. I mean, after you take on Thanos, who who would be the next Big bad to build up towards. Galactus. It's got to be Galactus, and that's how you introduce the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Yep. Because it's a cloud. It's, cl- <laughs> uh, it's not a cloud. <laughs> I would be interested to see how they would design a proper Galactus with the the aesthetic that they use in the MCU. That'd be, I think, because obviously it's not going to be this dopey looking purple thing. Mm. You know, there would be some armor to it, and you know, the, but the the size and the mm-hmm. the kind of the I don't yeah, know the more epic gig- quality of it. Yeah. Uh, I Thanos esque, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna have to draw that later. You think so? Yeah, I think I got a good idea. You got an idea on that one? Yeah. So that's the thing. Things that, that work down. in <laughs> comics don't always work in live action. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of opportunity to explain that one. And, and that's yeah. the wonderful thing about those. That's the wonderful thing about those costumes. Mm-hmm. Is the way they're translated. Mm-hmm. I, I love Captain America's. Outfit. Oh yeah, how it evolved. I mean, it was well, it no, looked, no, his really? first one. His first one, really? I thought it looked dopey. It w- yes, it looked dopey. But it was supposed but to. But it was realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was leather, and it had you know mm, the, the cargo pockets. And, oh, you're talking about when he was actually in World War II. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about when in Avengers when he showed up in in the the first kind of like uniform there in, in Avengers. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think it was that oh, great. Really? I had no problem. No. And I liked how it's evolved. But yeah, when he was in World War II and he was in Captain America yeah, First absolutely. Avenger. Like, I mean, it looked, yeah, it looked good. It looked that looked some cool. Of the, some of the ways that things have transferred has I thought of just looked wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see where that's real. Mm-hmm. You know, you look back at some of the, the Fantastic Four ones, um, not so much. Not so much, no. Yeah. And, some and, and some you know, oh, when you come back to Batman. So, you know. Bat nipples. Oh no, I'm going I'm going all the way back. Okay. I don't know, this looks pretty good to me. What are you looking at? Never in your mind. <laughs> She's looking at Black Widow. Is she on a porn site? No. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Captain America. Come on. She's looking at the triple X Men. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. 
Okay. That's a different Speaking comic. Of, whole, whole new meaning of yeah. Colossus. Speaking of X-Men things, to uh-huh. move on to something slightly different, yeah. um, the New Mutant and the Dark Phoenix movies, once again. On hold. On hold again. Yep. They've what are we hearing about that? Back. I heard that the New Mutants one is getting, like half of it's getting refilmed. Wow. That okay. they're going much darker. Wow. Okay. Now, why would they need to do that, do you think? I don't know, I don't know but I hear that's what they're doing. Now, New Mutants, is that, is that still Sony? New Mutants, Sony and Fox, or whatever, Fox and Sony? Um, but not not MCU? It is uh, 20th Century Fox, okay. TSG Entertainment, Marvel Entertainment, Genre Films. Okay. Um, It's pushed back to May, February 22nd, 2019. Okay. And that was supposed to come out. Later in 18? Yeah, it was supposed to come out. Yeah. The yeah, two cast members that I see right now is Maisie Williams and Henry Zaga. Though I did also hear that because Black Panther did so well with mm-hmm. a February release that that might have something to do with it. Also mm-hmm. pushing it to February in the hopes of picking oh. up some steam instead of... Actually, yeah. yeah, it was delayed from February to August. Oh, to, to, of 2019? Yeah. that's wow. It was... Initial, Dark Phoenix was... Um, November 2018, but that's been pushed to February that's 14th the one that got, in 2019. And the New Mutants is delayed from February 2019th to August 2019. So the Stark sisters are uh, getting pushed around a little bit they here. They are. I don't know if, how I feel about that yet. But what and do you think? Who's Maisie playing? I don't even know. Wolvesbane. <sighs> yeah. Rain. Rain. She, how, was, she who, was my favorite. Nice. She was who, my favorite. Her and Cypher were my who favorite. Who else would you movies? cast Maisie Williams as? True. I if mean, I had seriously. really thought about it, who else? Yeah, yeah, if I had thought about it. But yeah, Cypher and Wolvesbane were my favorite New mm. Mutants. Okay. You were saying, Bill? I, I, I back to w- where do they go from here? Yeah. At some point, do you incorporate the uh, characters from the Netflix Marvel shows? Because they are part of the Marvel Universe. They reference the mm-hmm. the happenings of the, the Avengers and yeah. the Battle for New York and all the that. The incident. So do, do uh, Daredevil and Luke Cage and the rest wind up in, 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 in movies. I know the fans would love it if they did. I would. I, yeah. I think that's a logical progression. I just, I'm not getting the vibe from from Marvel Studios that they would ever do it because it almost feels like, how do I say this? It almost feels like it would be breaking a seam mm-hmm. that they can't, that they don't want to. Like right now, Netflix is successful mm-hmm. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing all right. Uh, and then the Marvel stu- the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they're all kind of loosely hooked together, unlike mm-hmm. the the DCEU, mm-hmm. which is not hooked at all. Mm-hmm. So, but they but they're all got their little niche. They've all got their little kind of pocket universe that they're working with. Like Netflix is good, and 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 ABC is good over here. And then the, the movies are good. So we'll all just kind of refer back and forth to each other. But do we really want to cross those boundaries? And Even mix in them a post credit scene, I'd like to see. You know, mm-hmm. Daredevil show up. Or... I think that would be good to see Charlie Cox in, yeah. in full outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, with uh, Kristen Ritter right behind him. Yeah. You know, and and they can just be sitting there on the edge, on the the parapet of a of a ten story building, and watching Iron Man fly by. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's him again. You know that kind yeah. of a thing. You know, I I would like little nods like that. I don't honestly think we're ever going to see that though. That's just my gut reaction. Just right the now. fact that Marvel does control both. Mm-hmm. I. I think it's a possibility, but I think you're right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So is Coulson in Infinity Wars? Coulson mm-hmm. is not, but Coulson no. is going to be in, in Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel, her movie, 
her solo is going to be set in the yeah, 1990s. I, uh, yeah, I did know that. Mm-hmm. So, but but I, was I, just, I was just, you know, yeah. that out there. Will Coulson show up in Infinity War? That would be interesting if he did. Uh, I mean, because they all think he's dead. Yeah. Okay, you know how your daughter has a crush on Tom Holland? I, I'm fully well aware of it, yes. Monk has a crush on um. Phil Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> on Clark Gregg? Yes. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. She's not right. <laughs> and, you know uh, what? That's fine. And another Marvel char- character. Yes. Who she else? also has a very large crush on um, Martin Freeman. Okay. Oh. She you know. likes older guys. <laughs> they're really they're does. very similar, snarky. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, those two, Misha Collins. I'm like, do, do, I asked her, I'm like, is there anybody you have a crush on that's not old enough to be your father? Hey, is she or ever older seen, than your father. Or older than your father. Has she ever seen the British office so she can see younger Martin Freeman? No, she hasn't. She hasn't. That's a Ricky great show. Actually, the only one she could name was Osric Chow. She has okay. a crush on Osric Chow. And he played Kevin, Kevin in Supernatural, yes. right? Supernatural. Is that who we're yes. talking about? Yes, and okay. he is just a riot. He's oh, amazing. He's, He's amazing. awesome. Well, we were talking about him with uh, Hillywood. Yes. Yes. You know, because he had shown up in a couple of their videos. Yes. And that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yeah. What else we got? What else do we want to talk about? Actually, talking about uh, superhero stuff, mm-hmm. I'm disappointed myself. For months on, on Facebook, kept saying, Krypton is coming. No, Sci-Fi Network has the Krypton show. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you know, stuff on Krypton before Kal-El got shot in the space and sent to Earth. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, that, that's like a month away. Okay, it's like two weeks away. I'll remember DVR. Okay, that's like a week away. And then it came and went, and I forgot. And oh, no. So now my OCD head, I got to wait for it to come on Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> I have caught a little bit of it. Have do, Have you looked on On Demand? I'm sure, I think it's On Demand. It I probably just, is. I, I do want I think it's only got a couple of episodes I out love now. Superman, so I, I want to see it. I don't know if a sci-fi original show I, is going to work or not. I got to tell you, my first impression of it, it, it it's not positive. Okay. There's some good actors. There's some good characters. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very stereotypical, um, I'm the villain. Let me shake my mm-hmm. fist at you. Ah, I'm going to destroy everything. Um, and then they brought in um, the American. Oh, God. He's he's from Earth. He's a time traveler. And he comes back and he makes, gets right in L's face, right in, in Seg L's face and says, you have to do this because without you, we're not going to have your grandson and your grandson saves the universe and stuff like that. And so he basically does this whole destiny dump on this guy's shoulder. And I'm like, okay, so this didn't so much become a prequel show about Krypton in its final years. It became a uh, let's go save Superman episode. And or it's, oh, it's, so what, it's what it felt like to me. They're now, trying to shoehorn. They're trying, yeah. Something, something's, it just feels a little ham-fisted. Now, I will admit that I have not watched full episodes mm-hmm. i have watched bits and pieces and i've had it on in the background and i've picked up from trailers and stuff like that so i may not be seeing the story completely but what i've picked up is like really why are you mm-hmm. doing that see there was a, a novel a, a couple <clears throat> years ago mm-hmm. called the last days of krypton that i really liked a lot mm-hmm. by kevin j anderson so okay. i was hoping it would be something like that that shows the planet and their po- political situation and the all caste that. system yeah. and whatnot uh-huh mm-hmm. so um, well, I'll, maybe it's I'll to look at it. Maybe it's to bring in new people. Maybe you got, you got to figure. Um, we grew up with the Superman movies, right? A lot of kids nowadays don't really, really know, except from the newest 
Justice League movies. True. Okay. I, I felt so really old maybe the other day when I kind saw of pointing it was, that out. It's mm. the fortieth anniversary of the Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah was, really? Wow. No, I just saw it a couple years ago. Oh, I know. <laughs> it, it, it I was in high the, school a couple years ago, right? Fortieth uh, anniversary? Yes. Seriously? Yeah. It, it can't be yet because that would have made me three years old yeah. when I saw it the first time. And and it came no, out I was older than that. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. Yep. I was sick. It came out. Yep, yeah. with Star Wars. Oh yep. my God, with Star Wars and Star Trek, the most motionless picture, and there's there was a whole block of it was cool to be a geek moment. Then. Yeah, because yeah. I watched those so many years in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was that in, must be it. Yeah, I was in junior high. It was just so high, much my childhood. Had my Superman T-shirt. Mm-hmm. My roller skating broke my arm. I still remember having my <laughs> wearing my Superman T-shirt and breaking my arm. Wow. Rem- we had Superman bed sheets, you know. <coughs> I remember seeing the second Superman Super movie, Friends. which was an awesome movie. Yeah, because we had with a couple blocks away from us, we had a, a dollar uh, ticket theater, mm-hmm. and we used to go see everything there. And I remember it was my brother and I, and one of our neighbor neighbors, Dino Catato, mm-hmm. um, who we went to see it. And when we were walking back, it was garbage night, mm-hmm. and for some reason, along Genesee Street, Major Road in Utica. Um, they didn't break down the boxes. They would just stack up the empty boxes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We probably pissed off a lot of people that night because we were throwing each other. We were like so excited about that movie that we were just throwing oh, each other. Like, like the fight thrown into the building. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what we were doing. That's the the anecdote that I, I get a kick out of. Um, yeah. Terrence Stamp shows up on the set of The Phantom Menace. So his first day of shooting is as Chancellor uh, Valorum, okay, walks up to George Lucas. And if, if this is urban legend because I've never seen any other reference to it ever before. But it, as, if the story is to be believed, he walks up to George Lucas, stares him right in the eye and goes, kneel before Zod! <laughs> and then goes to get his costume on. <laughs> Leaving everybody in the, on the set Dying. Can I just say I want that to be true? Oh, I'm hoping that's true. <laughs> I'm that hoping because be that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That ranks right up there with, with Tom Hanks showing up at the first day of filming for Forrest Gump, sees Gary Sinise and goes, Lieutenant Dan. Right? So that's you got that. They're getting all in. But then they're filming Apollo 13 five, six years later. The first thing he does walks up to Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet he did I would that. bet he did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would bet. I love in movies when they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the movie, do you remember the movie um, Hot Shots Part Deux? <laughs> Vaguely, because I was fairly intoxicated when I watched yeah. it. Well, Leslie Nielsen? No, no, that was no. Um, Charlie, no. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. There is this one scene, and, and I thought the movie was awful, except for this one oh, it scene. Is. It's meant that, to be. This, this one scene, though, killed me. It was him, he was on a boat going up the river and he's writing in a journal and it's lines from Platoon. Yeah. And uh, coming the other way is Martin Sheen Uh sitting on another boat coming down the river and he's writing in a journal and it's lines from Apocalypse Now. (laughs) And as the boat, the two boats are passing, they Uh both stand up point at each other and say, I loved you in Wall Street! (laughs) (laughs) That just... That was very funny. It killed, it floored me. Killed me. I'm like, okay, this movie doesn't suck completely. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some redeeming qualities in everything. That scene alone made the movie. There you for go. Me. That's a thing. I haven't seen that one in years. Yeah. But back to Tom Hanks. Okay. Look, look, look at all the um, photo bombs and stuff 
he has oh, all know. over the internet. Oh, so <laughs> I, I'm absolutely like, sure like he did that to Gary Sinise. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the most accommodating celebrities out there. He's just he loves he loves to make didn't people he, laugh. Didn't he do a photo bomb with someone sleeping? Yes, took their they were because they were they were drunk, drunk passed out, yeah. and, passed and, out and, drunk, and, and so he's, he's taking like, pictures with them. Yeah, he's doing selfies and whatnot because <laughs> Tom Hanks. Why not? Yeah, he showed up in wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. He just have to be going out for a walk. He walks past. They're doing wedding pictures. So he just jumps right in, starts pointing. He's like pointing at the groom, like, "Oh my God, look at this guy!" You know, the kind of a thing. <laughs> you know. He actually found somebody to give him a toaster, so he's handing him a toaster in one of the in one of the pictures. It's uh, you know, it's crazy. Nice. That's hilarious. I love celebrities who are like that. You know, there's they're the normal people who exactly are, mm-hmm. who just want to have some fun. <clears throat> just want to have some fun. Now, speaking of Hollywood, let's let's because there's a couple. I'm seeing this list of topics and stuff. Um, and this is kind of, this has been a, a complaint that I've heard a lot of people talk about over the years. Has Hollywood run out of original geeky ideas? Or Re- not just not just geeky ideas, just but ideas. Idea. Period. Yeah, remakes, reboots, and adaptations. Oh my! I think is how Sherry wrote it, <laughs> right? Are are we have we seen too many of the same thing already? I think as long as the movies are good, I don't care where they come from. Okay, just make them good. If they stink, stop doing it. Yeah. The problem is, most of the ones lately have just stunk. Give me an example. No, no, I'm just talking movies in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am very, very pleased with adaptations for um, from books and mm-hmm. from, you know, uh, obviously comics, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. But there has been hardly any original ideas because they're sitting there doing remakes mm-hmm. over and over and over. Well, 21 know, Jump Street. We know um, this worked, so we'll yeah, do this again. Um, I, I guess because I don't go to any movies that... Why don't go to any movies? that I, like, Just last week, and I we watched it on pay-per-view, and it was awesome, was I, Tanya, The Tanya Harding movie with Margot Robbie. It's fantastic. Not the Tanya Metro story. No. No. It spelled, they spelled Tanya wrong. Diff- yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously it came from a real life story, but mm-hmm. God, that was good. And I didn't spend the, the 12th. Actually, I'm going to see uh, Ready Player One, and the ticket cost $18. Oh, my God. Are you seeing an IMAX? No. Recliner at, at Webster. Wow. 18 3D. Bucks? 18$. 3D, that's why. That's why. Yeah, 16.49. Did you guys get the tickets online or something? Yes. Because yes. yeah. it's a convenience fee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you guys need to come down and watch movies down. We have a theater that has the recliner seats mm-hmm. that if you go to, if the movie starts before noon, like if they have ones that start like 11, 11.30, mm-hmm. five bucks. Yeah, the, there five are bucks. theaters that do yeah. similar. But. Yeah, and... Uh, the concession but, uh, is cheaper too. I think there are good movies out there. And then there. we could go over to Fort Stanwix for the escape room. There you yeah, go. Well, same town. I was, look, I, same was, town. I was looking at that. The last one they had was in October of 2017. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I have contacts there. Oh, good. Yeah. I know the person. He's who's, from Rome. I'm from Rome originally. <laughs> so, um, anyways, back to back to the other. Um, I have no problem with um, stories from real life. That's wonderful. Um. But I, mean, just I, been... I just I saw Pacific Rim two last week. Yeah, well, how was it? It was, it was okay. Yeah, it was fun. I kind of expected it. Was it was monsters be... punching robots, and right. that's what I was in the mood for. <laughs> you that's check your brain nice. at the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, then it then again, the I could have waited for that because I loved the first one. Mm-hmm. I, this one was all right. I, I got a couple hours sitting in a movie theater and I had fun. So. I don't know if it was worth I what I paid snacks. for, but yeah. <laughs> she does. I, I, I haven't had for so the much... movie. Stay for the snacks. There you go. I haven't I had so much problem with reboots 
because uh, I really love the Star Trek reboots. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just been finding new stories, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm hearing theories about Star Trek at this moment in time because it sounds like um, one of the pre- the prevalent theories they're working on a Star Trek four, a fourth uh, reboot movie, and they're going to bring Chris Hemsworth back to play George Kirk, Jim Kirk's father, mm-hmm. Captain Kirk's father. And so the theory is right now is that this is all setting up to jump uh, jump out of the J.J. Abrams timeline and back into the prime line. They, they, they want to try and it looks like they're going to try and reboot the reboot universe and put it. And it's going to be the, it sounds like it's going to also be the last of the reboot movies. So it's going to be the last Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Enterprise 1701 movies. And they're going to try and put it back together again so that they're back in the regular they're timeline. back in the regular timeline. And it, it, I think they're basing it off of the success of D- Star Trek Discovery, which I have not seen yet because I don't have CBS's right. streaming service. Yeah. All right. But it sounds like to me from what I've been reading is that they're going to try and bring everything back together again. Well, they can now. They couldn't before because two different companies. One company owned the um, the, the rights to the, the look uh-huh. the, and all of that. And other one, the rights to the name. So we had the TV and the movies had to be completely separated at that point. And that's point, why they did the reboot, uni- did the re- reboot universe in the because first place. Because they couldn't have it be the same storyline. Because mm-hmm. TV, the, the company, and I can and I always get them mixed up, but uh, one company owned the, the TV shows. Well, it was and Paramount one, and CBS, and yeah. there was like a lot of, there's some divisions yeah. there and Basically, whatnot. what happened was the company that owned all of it split. Okay. But they were still under one umbrella. Uh-huh. But... They didn't play so, nice. They didn't no, play nice. No, they were doing it because they were trying to maximize oh, their profits by oh. separating it between two companies that were under. Because that always works out well. And they actually separated really. Oh, boy. And one owned one and one owned the other, but now they're back together so they can go back Is it official the that they're back together or yes. they're working on putting no, it back No, I, be- I believe it's they're back together, but they're not sure. And actually, the, one of the theories I heard that the, is that the next movie isn't even going to be the J.J. Abrams cast, it's going to be the Discovery cast. Really? Yes. So Star Trek 4 will jump to Discovery, even yes. though, but I am having a hard time. I'm trying to figure this. My my brain just exploded. I'm sorry. And so if they make another Star Trek movie after the, the newest one, uh-huh. will it have Kirk and Spock as characters played by... Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto? Well, you say it's not going to be them, but are... I don't. I guess I, I'm not understanding that the they're going to change the timeline back to the original timeline. Well, it's it's basically it would be um, Captain Kirk, Spock, McCoy, uh, O'Hara, and back O'Hara. on the Enterprise where they should be okay. um, with the original five year mission. You know, okay. they and and but it would have been the original prime lo- time timeline. So Kirk was not born during an attack on oh. from the Romulans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not. Um, you know. The admiral, played by RoboCop, uh, did not find uh, Khan out in. He, he, Kirk oh, would have okay. found Khan. So they're going to restore the original series timeline. In essence, is what they're trying to do. A, a crisis, uh, crisis, crisis of infinite, infinite Earth type yeah. of thing. Crisis of infinite yeah. federations. Peter um, Weller. But yeah. that's but that's why with the reboot they had to change the costumes. They changed the entire look of the Enterprise right. because they had to. It wasn't just J.J. Abrams just wanted to make something different. It was that he was constrained it had to mm-hmm. be the because the other company owned the look gotcha all right see that makes i did not know that before so that makes sense to me do you well, do a movie with i'm sorry with a young picard Riker? oh it'd be interesting it'd be interesting i mean maybe we can get uh, james mcavoy shave his head again 
And uh, I he, actually yeah. heard that. Much. <laughs> has it been that's mentioned? Has it been mentioned already? So that's not. Yeah, so that's see, a, that's, that's not even an original <laughs> thought. It's a, to me, it was, but uh, you know, Hollywood and Chris have both run of ideas. It's crazy. It's possible that Quentin Tarantino was uh, working on. Now uh, I've heard that rumor Star that Quentin Trek. Tarantino was that, working this, on a Star this Trek was movie as of three days ago. Wow. But it says Star Trek Four script was finished before Tarantino pitch. Um. So that would be Star Trek with Bruce Willis, John Travolta. Um, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's working on his own, possibly R-related, R-rated Star Trek movie oh with J.J. Abrams. Oh my God! The, the, please, the, the be possi- please, the be please be true. Please be true. I'm uh, driving the shuttlecraft. You're on on green brain detail. And they're all vampires in the that's, end. That's it. They're all vampires. <laughs> Oh, that movie. Uh, that movie broke me. Yeoman Sanchez, played by Selma Hayek in the yep. shortest cut miniskirt you'll ever see in your life. Man, that movie broke me. But Simon Pegg said that they've uh, <laughs> finished a draft. Have <laughs> they really? They have finished a draft for Dear, the Star Trek. It was a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It comes in pints? Fair enough. Sorry. It comes in pints? I'm getting one. Oh, there we go. We just crossed a whole bunch of genres. Oh, who knows? This is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. Oh man, I just had the beer from Ragnarok. Mm. That's it. Just refilling. That's the. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, one and of speaking of um, adaptations, my f- one of my f- actually my favorite sci-fi author. Mm-hmm. One of his. Scalzi. Scalzi, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of his books. His actually uh, like his first fa- fiction book of his that I read is Which one? actually it's called Old Man's War. Oh okay, yeah. Has been um, optioned. Has it by really? Netflix. By net. Okay, so it'll be done right. If it's still, it's been optioned before. It's been okay. optioned for as a series. Um, Red Shirts also was optioned as okay. a series, but nothing really. But, oh, my God. Hmm. If you like Heinlein, if that's the type of sci-fi old that you sci-fi. like. Yeah, Old Man's War is so much a throwback to that, and okay. I love it. That could be something that people would want to see. Yeah, it's a great story. Instead of blockbuster action movie in space, actually have a, a sci-fi theme to it. A fi- sci-fi feel, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because it actually, it, I mean, and it is big. It's it, the the story is that there is that humans are going off into space and they're mm-hmm. colonizing. Okay. But it's a very hostile universe. It's not nice. Well, yeah. So they have Ugh. to have a lot of troops. But what they do is they don't have young people because mm-hmm. that's a waste of resources. So they, the 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 main character, John, he goes off into space. At the age of 75. Wow. And it's amazing. Okay. See, those are the types of things we need. Yeah. John Skelzy has some amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. Something what, different. What I am seeing is certain authors need to be pushed mm-hmm. because they they have stuff that would just make amazing movies, amazing TV shows. Give me another that example. Are, that are... Skelsey's one of the big ones because uh, because he does so many different yeah. things. Gotcha. Um, Jim C. Hines, okay, who, who we interviewed, who we've, we've interviewed. Yeah, yeah. Um, look at uh, the the Liebermancer. Mm-hmm. You know that's very different. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the problem is everything is like cookie cutter, sex and explosions. Yeah, that's all you need out of life right and now. And there's sex explosions and spaceships. The lack of intelligence and the lack of empathy mm-hmm. and. That's that's the problem with a lot of movies. I feel girls, lasers, and other neat stuff. That's all you need. Did you see? I'm not saying you can't have that stuff. Don't don't, don't get <laughs> me wrong. Old Man Tour has all that stuff. Did you see Snowpiercer? No. 
Oh, that's so good. Was you Snowpiercer? Would love it. Snowpiercer. Chris Evans. I was going to say a-, a train uh, circling the globe of ice. Earth's been frozen over. Uh-huh. The train is like super long and a caste system to where the rich people, the fancy people are up front. The poor people are in the back, mm-hmm. and Chris Evans leads a revolt of the people from the back all through the train all the way up to the front. Huh. And it's amazing. All right. That sounds really neat. Yes. It's I knew a, that the movie it, existed. I haven't it, seen it, it yet. It was an independent. It played the little. It was on Netflix a couple, like a year ago that, I watched it. but That right there is the word I was looking for, the independence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to be out there. They need to be pushed because th- there's the, the guard has to change. Mm-hmm. I, I I completely understand that. I completely understand that. Chris Evans and uh, who's the the actress? I'm trying to think. She plays. Let me look this up. I'm sorry. What's well, she in? Uh, I'm trying to. Th- what's her name? Shoot. Uh, John Hurt's in it. Octa- Octavia Spencer. Tilda Swinton. That's Tilda what I'm Swinton. Okay. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. I saw really her in Chronicles in of Narnia. The queen. The queen of the I independent love movie. Those movies. Ed Harris is in it. Narnies, those are great movies. I wish they'd continued on with those. Yeah. If there's a series that needed to be rebooted, it would be or continued or continued would be better. Because I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't want the. They were the so, Pevensey kids were. Oh, the, they were so yeah. perfect. Yeah. They were so perfect. Yeah. Lucy was became iconic for this that little girl. She yeah. she stole the movies. And and they haven't really done anything since then. We were looking mm-hmm. the other day. Um, Susan is in the CW show Rain. Right. That's yep. it's, she's the only one that's really done something other mm-hmm. than um. um Peter. Peter's He's done something, but uh-huh. Edmund and Lucy haven't done anything. Okay. If I have this weird thing, I love to listen to the behind the scenes and the and I love to watch movies with the um, with the commentary. I do mm-hmm. too. Love that. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to see the one for Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, the commentary mm-hmm. is amazing because it's the kids with the director. Okay. And the kids have the best stories. That they're awesome. telling during the, like, things like um, there are a couple of scenes where when they had to go back and reshoot things, they mm-hmm. couldn't use Edmund, the actor who played Edmund, because his voice had changed and he had had a growth spurt during. Oh, no. So they had to have bring his sister in really? to be a body double and to do some of his lines. That's amazing. Because his voice was too low. <laughs> That's funny. And the little girl who uh, played Lucy, uh-huh. she put a swear jar on the set <laughs> and would yell at people to put money in the swear jar, especially the director. That is adorable. We, we finished that at work because we'd watch it at lunchtime. We finished it, I think, on Wednesday. We had like maybe about five or six minutes left of the movie. And then I put in the blooper reel of it. And my kids are like, w- the students are like, what are those circular things floating around? I'm like, that's so, it gave the actor something to look at for Aslan's head before they put the CGI in. They're like, Oh. oh, so like they now started to figure out all the background pieces to it. And then they're like, who is that? And I'm just like, and it was um, Mr. Tumnus. I'm like, that's uh, Professor Xavier in Jam's uh, Moif. Mm-hmm. That's where I know him from. So it's like all of a sudden they're like, ha. Ah! And then they're like, where do I know her from? I'm like, um, she's the old one in uh, Doctor Strange. Okay, so so like now they're like all making connections to the movies that they watch yeah. now. Yeah. That are like she was so amazing as the White Witch. Yes, yeah, she was. Oh my. Well, Tilda Swinton, it, you know, for all of her idiosyncrasies and oddities, is an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. She's able to throw herself into these parts, and and because of her a fairly androgynous uh, aspect of her, you know, she can 
pardon me for saying it this way so bluntly, but swing both ways and she can adapt to multiple mm-hmm. different types of characters. And it's very interesting to see how she blends into these these different parts. I was going to say, she was so intimidating as the white witch. In scary. A scary type thing. Yeah. And then you watch. I thought she was much scarier in her little bit in Prince Caspian. Oh, I, I oh. didn't. I would oh. have to go back and look at that. But watching her then do some of the outtakes type thing. She's trying to go through the um, gate and she mm-hmm. couldn't get through with her dress or whatever. <laughs> she's like, Argh! and it was just hysterical to watch because she's so intimidating on screen. Right. But then she's like wrapping Edmund into like the cloak because yeah. it was so cold, whatever. She's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. It's just, she's very, so. you know, very easygoing. I've but, noticed that in her interviews. But then the kids are like, why are they all wearing green? I'm like, well, it's the green screen so they can put the effects of the goat mm-hmm. legs on them. They're like, Oh. oh, so it was like kind of a little educational for them because they actually a, a great DVD to watch the extras of if you have it is Sin City. Really? That because you I know, can't show that at work. No, <laughs> I, I just mean your own personal okay. time. And yeah, we have that because you know, so the, do we. It, it's amazing that the behind the scenes stuff on how they made that movie mm-hmm. is fascinating. It's amazing. So I still haven't seen that, but no, oh, it's it's an interesting movie. Yeah, oh, um, I've seen it. I, I have friends who see Even it though you couldn't like watch it. it at work? Yeah, I didn't watch it at work. <laughs> I didn't watch it at work. And, and, and another, another good uh, independent train movie, <laughs> a, a zombie, uh, a Korean zombie movie, Train to Busan. Huh. It's so good. Um, one that comes to mind we haven't talked about yet, mm. Stranger Things. Uh-huh. That is a... Great story. I have not. I've seen season one. I've forgotten most of it, but I have not seen season two yet. I think that's one of the best sci-fi sci-fi originals Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. years. It's an original idea. Yeah, Yeah. it's amazing. I agree. I I did enjoy the the, the first season. Like I said, I haven't seen second, so I can't see how they followed it up. Did they? There was sophomore jinx, or did they? they There was a a lot more tap dancing in it. Oh, really? Yes, and there was some sideshow animals. Okay, good. It was great. It was. It was. It was different. It was no, no, no. They really they nailed it. Little burlesque. Little burlesque. There was a couple of things that I could have done without in the Mm -hmm. second season, but not enough to really ruin it for me. Gotcha. It really expanded on the mythology. Okay. And, And. Growth of characters mm-hmm. or non-growth of characters. Oh, really? Yeah, there, was, there was some really neat stuff in it. I yeah. thought it was amazing. And I got one of my new favorite lines from it. Tell me. Uh, it it was about nougat. Okay. You eat it, then your face opens up, and you eat the cat. <laughs> okay. And monks and monks' response was, "That's what you're going with." Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And she goes with it a lot. It's and I say funny. that a lot. <laughs> then <laughs> then your face opens up, and you eat, you the, eat cat. the cat. All right. Oh, well, that's context. I'm going to need some. <laughs> yes, you yes, need to go watch you it. You have to go watch it. <laughs> yes, you do. So what, what else, what, what do we got left on the things we wanted to cover today? I think we, we do it. We've done pretty good so far. Yeah. I'm seeing the last note here, two new Justice League comics. Two different titles. Billy, were you aware of this? No, I, I, I've been bad. I've sort of fallen off the new comic wagon. Mm-hmm. I've, I haven't kept up, so I don't know. I, I know that there's an Archie meets Batman '66 coming out. So. Uh oh, that should be interesting. Yeah, but other than that, I don't know. What are you hearing, Cher? Well, um, oh, she's researching up. right now. I I should have had this pulled up. So now I get to I figured, my ass off again. Well, I figured that um, that Billy would know about it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. Something Whoops. about no justice. Uh-huh. 
One. Oh, Are they doing a dark justice thing again? Yes. One is dark justice. Uh-huh. I, I like dark uh, dead man and phantom stranger that crew. Oh, I think we remember seeing something about that. Now that you mention it. Uh, I know they were going to do an animated movie, and I'm pretty sure it's out. Well, these I are have these off are on comics. Mm-hmm. These are two, they're, but they're have they're like two new ones that they're starting, and I thought that was really weird to be doing two at the same time. Yeah, we, uh, I thought that was. Yeah, you mentioned that to me, and I started looking that up, and I forgot. Yeah. Um. Bad assistant producer. <laughs> bad assistant. Bad, bad. Okay, here it is. DC reveals a pair of new Justice League comics. Okay. So if it will ever open. Nope. So, doubt it. Dun, 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 dun. Nothing. <laughs> white Still nothing. screen. Still nothing. Uh-oh. Come on. Well, I Fly see this one flag. from January. It says DC's No Justice sets the stage for sets the stage for New Justice League comics. Okay. Starting with a follow-up to Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah, Justice League Dark and Justice League Odyssey. Oh, okay. There I got it. Are the two of them. Justice League Odyssey sounds interesting. Yeah. Dark will be written by James Tinian IV with art by penciler Alvaro Martinez. Martinez. Inker Raul Fernandez and colorist Brad Anderson. Wonder Woman is the leader with the members Swamp Thing, oh, Detective Chimp, Ma- Man Bat and oh, I Z- love Man Bat and Zatanna. Okay, I group, but what? John Constantine, Swamp Thing, Zatanna, and okay. Detective Chimp. I, I missed right. the Constantine. I can oh, see, no, Constantine's I, not on my list. I can see um, Constantine and Zatanna says, working together. We place Wonder Woman at the yeah, center of a team dedicated dealing with the magical with other members, including John Constantine, Swamp Thing, Zatanna, and fresh from his appearance in the recent Dark Knight's Metal event series, Detective Chimp. Detective okay. Chimp. And then is Odyssey. Is that who I think it is? is that like, Lan- Link? <laughs> no, that's Secret Chimp. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Odyssey, the team chimps. is Starfire, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz, Azrael, and Darkseid. Love hmm. Azrael. Wait, Darkseid is on the Justice League? Yes. New Gods villain, Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nicknamed Justice League Space. They'll take on cosmic threats opened up at the end of metal. Wow. As a crazy space western. Okay. Hmm. That should be interesting. And can I tell you, every time I hear the name Azrael, I still think of the cat from Smurfs. <laughs> every single time. See? Okay, Gargamel. I, I've, I've had it in my head enough since Azrael. From the Smurfs? No, no, no. It was Batman. Since he <laughs> since he was Batman, I have never thought of Azrael as the cat since then. Well, see, I don't read comics, so I so I, I couldn't afford to read comics, so I was reading other people's comics. There you go. And I read that whole series. So yeah. Yep. So those are the two. Azrael's a cat. That they're having two interesting new ones, and I guess they're bringing a second Teen Titans also comic book series, inclu- yeah. introducing a new number of characters to the team. I'm hearing rumors that Teen Titans are going to have a a, a new season of the animated series back to the original yes, art to... and storylines. Mm-hmm. They're oh, going to they're going to they're going to set Teen Titans go uh, that abomination Bounce. aside, <laughs> and and they're going to go with Teen Titan. It's going to be a final season that they're going to do a wrap up with it. So it's supposed to be like some heavy duty stuff going on. So uh, that should be interesting because Teen Titans have kind of become their one of their pre- premier teams yeah. over on DC. 
Lana will be thrilled. I'm sure. Yeah, because well, it, it was a good series. It was a really good series, and that's why she's working on the cosplay. Well, it she's says it may return. Oh, so we're still in the the possible okay. stage. Yes. Go, go back to the positive. Yes, it may speech return. that we had earlier. I'm wondering yeah. if they it threw will. that. It will. It will happen. Here's a and, and this be one of the points I can we can start wrapping up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if if DC threw that out there, the May return thing to gauge response, mm-hmm. and with the outpouring, they'll be like, okay, let's go with it because there's going to be a, a an audience for it. Let's go with it. Um, and now I'm going to jump completely into a different Lou entirely. Um, way back when Peter Capaldi took over as the twelfth Doctor, somebody released this fan edition of what the opening title should look like. And then all of a sudden, the BBC reached out to him and said, hey, we're going to use that. So they used it, and it became the the, the main title sequence for Peter Capaldi's Doctor series. Oh, the, steam, the steampunk one? Yeah, with the clock and everything. Yeah. Well, That's recently, That's a nice one. recently somebody re, uh, released a fan, quote-unquote, fan-generated version of what they think Jodie Whittaker's opening is going to look like using a lot of the artwork that BBC just released with the new logo release that they did a couple weeks back. My theory is... Is that is is are we now on? Have we discovered BBC's new trick? They're, they're going to see how the opening works with the audience before they actually release it as the opening, and then they can say, well, if it falls flat on its ass, then we can go ahead and turn around and we'll do something different for the actual release. But the the artwork and the cinematic and the cinema quality of the of this quote unquote fan created opening for Jodie Whittaker's Doctor was so spot on that I got to thinking, I'm like. This is going to be it. This is the new Jodie Whittaker opening, and we're just seeing it for the first time, and BBC is trying to see how it's playing. That's my thought right now. So I'm wondering if this is kind of a new technique. We're going to start throwing these things out, or maybe it's an old technique and just we're savvy to it now. We're going to start throwing these things out and seeing what the audience reaction is. And if it's not good, then we'll just quick change it. And go, oh, yeah, oh, that was that was something clever. That, <laughs> that was some prototype stuff, but we're, we're past that. We're, here's the good stuff now. You know, I don't know. So that's, that was my thought. Know. Did you see it? Did you happen to see that no. Jodie Whittaker? Oh, it's no, it's it it's cool. It was cool. I I'm think. just so looking now forward. Now we have something else to look at. I am yeah, serious. I'm still I'm looking forward to Jodie Whittaker as the doctor now. Yeah. I'm I'm fully on board with this. Yep. So No, I sometimes the some of the fan made stuff, I'm just like, why won't somebody listen and do this? Yeah, I know. Have you ever seen the fan made um Green Lantern? Green Lantern? No. <laughs> I knew exactly where you're going because oh. it was awesome. They had Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern. In live action. Live action. Live action. I knew because I know he voiced fan, it in a few of the enemies. Yeah. Yes. Well, because they, they, they were it. able to take some of those lines from okay. it, but they did a fan made. Um, and Nathan played in it, as Hal Jordan. No, I mean, they no. took pieces from different. Oh, I see. I understand. From different stuff and put it together. Okay. As if it were. Were him. As okay. if it were a. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A trailer. Trailer. Okay. It's a fan tra- fan made trailer I for Green Ma- Greenland. It's been around for years. I'm surprised you haven't okay. run across it. And I'm like, we're like, that's the movie we want. I will. <laughs> and then, I will take a look at it. And then it wasn't him. And then it wasn't him. Yeah, because it, it was before Ryan it was before Reynolds. Before Ryan okay. Reynolds. And you know, I haven't seen it yet. Mm. What the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern? Yeah. It's um, decent. It's not the, the bad. The reason it's being was um, that was one of the last movies my father went to see. I see. And it's been hard to want to go see it. I get you. Um, I get you. That sentimentality quality. It's, yeah. That's that's important. But he went and saw it with my sister, and mm-hmm. you know it was it was it was cool. They loved it, but okay. I haven't been to it yet. Gotcha. I haven't, haven't been to watching it. yet. It's gonna be one of those moments for you, man. Yeah, I'm sure. You got to you got to get to it on uh-huh. your on your own time though. 
All right, Billy, how are we doing over there? Uh, uh, we we've been talking for a while. Okay. Um, do you want to know? Minute or hour 18. Hey, not bad. No. We can definitely, we can we can chew the fat in this yeah. team. This is a good team right here. <laughs> we've been and it's good. easier because nobody's on the phone, so I don't have to worry about missing on anybody. <laughs> you know? Just random noises. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. How about we take a quick break, we'll talk about some events, and we'll wrap this puppy up. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld talking about his Superman costume. Beautiful. Oops, hold on one second, I always mess this up. It's all right, we still love you. Okay, let me just pot that up, and then... Not Susan loves you, but we love you nonetheless. Yeah, okay, Jerry Seinfeld. So I had my little costume, I was physically ready, I was preparing myself, I did not try on the costume prior to Halloween. Do you remember this? This is an obscure one, but on the side of the box, I remember this, on my Superman costume, it actually said, do not attempt to fly. They printed that as a warning because kids were putting it on and going off the roofs. You know. I love the idea of the kid who's stupid enough to think he actually is Superman, but smart enough to check that box before he goes off the roof. <laughs> so anyway, but my hopes were up. I was thinking that this is probably the same exact costume that Superman wears himself. And you put these things on, it's not exactly the super fit that you are hoping for. It looks more like Superman's pajamas is what it looks like. It's all kind of loose and flowing, and the neckline kind of comes down about there. (laughs) Flimsy little ribbon string in the back. Plus, my mother makes me wear my winter coat over the costume anyway. I don't recall Superman wearing a jacket. Not like I had cheap corduroy phony fur. Boy, I'm Superman, but it's a little chilly out, and I'm glad I've got this cheap little 10-year-old kid's jacket. So we are back. And it's been once we've had some good conversations lately. I'm enjoying this. I, we're hitting a stride, I think. I really I feel good about this. This has been a lot of fun. So here we go. We got an event to talk about. We're, we're good usually at the beginning of the third act. We'll talk about upcoming events. We have one right now and it is... It is the premier flagship event. It's the thing. It's the big fella. Uh, the Flower City Comic Con. We talk about it all the time, but we're now we're going to start pitching it because she's coming up. And Ooh. June 9th and 10th at the Floriano Rochester Riverside Convention Center Flower City Comic Con 2018 show featuring all of your friends from the Mighty Monkey Corporation and... Such faces as Caitlin Blackwood, uh, Catherine Sutherland, uh, Eric Avari, um, Beth Broderick, Jake the Snake Roberts, and uh, Diana Lito, and, and a host of other folks. And, um, and I'm excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're, we're hitting a stride, I think, at this point. We're starting to kind of really get our, our way of doing this down. If I don't get to meet Eric Avari, I quit. Well, show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will introduce I you in say. person. All I got to say. <laughs> Tickets are available for the 2018 Flower City Comic Con at the following locations in and around Rochester. Uh, First Print Comics, 13th Verse Comics, Blades for Life at Puff Palace, End Zone Collectibles, Rhinos Comics and Collectibles, Comic Book Heaven, All Heroes Comics, Comics Etc., Yankee Clipper House of Cards, Hammer Girl Anime, and Wonderland Comics. If you can get to any one of those locations, you too can pick up tickets for FC3 2018. And if they can't get there, they can go to our website and get they, them. Yes, they can. You can be ordered online. You will also be able to buy them at the door the days Absolutely. of the convention. Um, 
We, we also have the Friday night lunch party. We will have the Friday night lunch party, which we'll be talking about at length ad nauseum. We're also going to start doing some introductions of our various vendors, uh, maybe using some stuff about the staffers. You know, we're going we're to we're gonna be you're going to be hearing a lot of, over the next couple of months about this show. Next month it, and a half. It, it's around the corner. It, around the corner, lurking. It's peeking around the corner, going, "Hi, mom. Hi, dad. How you doing? I'm over here." <laughs> it's happening. It's a thing. Everyday heroes. This week's Everyday Hero shout-out comes once again from Maria Giesler. Hi, Maria. Uh, this week, she would like to nominate her sister, Clara, who is a registered nurse in a hospital in Connecticut. She is her hero because she is doing what she loves to benefit other people. Thank you, Clara, for being Maria's hero and ours. If you have an Everyday Hero, make sure you get that out to Sherry, and we will do a shout-out for you. Uh, and now let's uh, jump into the question of the week. Which fictional side characters do you wish had more story time and why? Sherry, can you give me an example of what you're thinking in terms of side characters? Well, um, I've, I, the reason why I picked this one is because a lot of times in books and movies, um, I want to know more about, the, I mean, you, you find out so much about the main characters, but sometimes mm-hmm. there's these side characters that just, you're like, what's their story? Okay. I want to know more about them. <laughs> okay. Shepherd Book. Yeah. Oh. Now, is I can address that in Shepard. Yeah, well, there's yeah, the three read graphic the novels. Yes. Yes. That that go back into his but, history. But that was that was our thing. That, right. That right there. We want. We want to know. Yeah. So we were, know. Yeah. So we were able to find I, out. I don't so know if great. I would consider him. I don't know if there a side character. Yeah, he was when it came to the cast. movie. But it's it an, it's a good movie. example. The movie, yes. But, but that's a, yeah. It's a good example though. Like maybe in Star Trek: The Original Series, Lieutenant Riley. Who gets drunk in one episode and starts singing Irish shanties while shutting down the Enterprise's engine? <laughs> you know, well, I want to know a little bit more about <laughs> Lieutenant Riley. So, yes. how, so now that we have that example in play, it's, don't look at me in that tone of voice, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, fabulous. Really? I, I'm just. I'm trying to come up with an innocuous example because I don't want to I step on anybody's not even possible a clue ideas. Who that name is. Oh, <laughs> then my nerd cred's better than yours. Deal with it, Billy. Well, that was. I'm going to come to you first. What side character do you wish had more story time? In I was life? thinking about this, and because I've been uh, watching a lot of Star Trek: Next Generation lately, mm-hmm. a few episodes a week, I'd love more. Uh, there were a couple episodes for each of these characters, and I'd love more. Mm. Ensign Rowe mm-hmm. and Reg Barkley. Okay. Definitely. Barclay shows up in Star Trek Voyager, but yes. that's more of a, again, it's his reoccurring role, and you just, mm-hmm. you get the impression he's still this nervous guy. Yeah, I, I always liked him because... he his own a bit. A little in, bit. In Voyager, towards the end of Voyager. He, yeah. he really at the end. Yeah. I, I, I liked him. He he was, obviously you weren't sure what he was about the, the first episode he was in, uh-huh. but I, I'd like to know more about him and and, and Ensign Rowe. I, I like both of those. So. Okay. All right, and and Ensign Rowe, played by Michelle Forbes, great, the character of the Bajoran. She was supposed, the character that eventually became Kira. Was supposed to be Ensign Rowe. It was supposed to be Ensign Rowe. But Michelle Forbes didn't want to commit to Deep Space Nine, so they they transformed her into Kira. Yeah. That would have been interesting to see how that would have played out if it would have been a lot different. I mean, I'm sure the story would have been relatively the same, Mm -hmm. but it would be interesting to see how Michelle Forbes would have handled it instead of of, uh, Nana Visitor. But... There we go. How about like you, them, Tanya? Liked them both. So yeah, well, they were both cool. And there'd be one less child in the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Go ahead, Don. 
I don't know. I think I would probably be with Alana. I need to know what happened in Budapest. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I Budapest, really I movie. need to know That's what we what, need. that they remember Budapest differently. So I think that... <laughs> so what happened in Budapest? <laughs> yes. I really want to know now. Mm-hmm. Just they keep dropping those hints and things like that. And No, it's only the one hint. Well, That's yeah, the only but, time that... But still, But it's, it's such enough. a great hint. Yeah, and that <laughs> hint has lasted for years. Sure, it'll yes. be fun, just like Budapest. <laughs> you and I remember Budapest very, very differently. differently. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that would probably be the one that I would you, like. But you want to know more about Hawkeye altogether. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't care that he's married in the movie. Yeah. He's, he's whatever type thing. In her next life, Tanya wants to be Linda, Linda Cardinelli. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How about you, uh, Cher? Do you have a character in mind? Um, well, I would... Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do TV. Okay. And I'm going to go back a couple of years mm-hmm. um, to Buffy. Okay. I Always a good know- series to talk about. Oz. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I liked Oz. Loved yeah. Oz. Seth Green's Oz was a great character. And I want to know what happened to him after. Okay. When he left. Mm-hmm. I want to know about the time he spent away where he got so zen about the whole werewolf thing. Gotcha. Um, and then after he, he his last being mm-hmm. seen there, I want to know what happened to Oz. Oz was an awesome character. I he think was. he was one of the best side characters the show ever had. And okay. I want to know more about him. Very cool. That's I like that idea. That's a good idea. How about you, Christopher? Oh God, I have no idea. No, <laughs> you know the one per, one person that comes to mind because you guys were talking. Yeah, because Billy was talking Careful. about uh, um, Star Trek Suter. Mm-hmm. Suter, how he, be, he how he became that way. I don't know. Who. Oh, in uh, Star Trek Voyager, yeah, yes. played by Brad Dorif. Yes, the the because Brad Dorif plays a great psychopath, and yes. he, was, he was psychopath Beta Z. Yeah, a Beta Zoid psychopath serial killer. Yeah, and and played what by Brad Dorif. What happened to him that he became that way? Yeah, what triggered what that? Did, what I did have he to go back into? and rewatch the series because it's not ringing a bell. He was bell only, it was early. It was like yeah. second season, maybe I think. But and it was only over a few episodes, and you don't yeah. see him again. Even yeah, though he died. Yes. Oh, he, did he die? You he see ended. him. You see him later on. And he you dies. see him a couple yes. times, and he di- he dies a hero. Oh, good. Yes. Because that's he, always the redemption story is always fun. Yes. yes. Which is one of the reasons I really like that character. Okay. Plus, you know, you see him in other things, and he's just. He's really good at playing I, that. What was it? Um, character that doesn't quite f- fit all Exorcist. the way. Uh-huh. Exorcist three. Yeah. yeah. He was freaky in Exorcist. And, Exorcist. and then you him and Dune. In... Dune. He was one of the the Mentats in Dune. Oh, I've never seen Dune. I, I've, okay. I never sat through it all. The uh, the I David Lynch Dune. When I was a yeah. kid. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of bottles of wine ready. And then you know you go into uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Worm tongue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, he's one of those actors that you're just, he, he, oh, he, nobody actually says, oh, you know who's a great actor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he's great in, in everything. everything. Yeah. But he plays such creepy characters. He does. <laughs> he's he's kind of typecast in that, that regard. Yeah. I don't yeah. kind of like creepy characters. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh no, he was a fascinating character. Yeah, that's a good one. You ready for mine? Go for it. Biggs Darklighter. Luke's Luke's best friend, Not the guy who shocked. dies in the trench. Oh, Biggs. Yeah, yeah. Biggs, Biggs who dies in the trench in the original Star Wars movie. All right. There in the, the extended cut, you do see this. You see brief, more of him. Yeah. You see a little bit more of him, like in you know, just as they're getting ready to go to go fight the Death Star. 
you know, they have their little reunion and whatnot. And there's a couple of you, you can find it on YouTube. You can find scenes mm-hmm. that were taken on, they were in Tatooine together when Biggs is about to go take off to go yeah, join the. I've seen those. You yeah. know, that you see some of that stuff. But yeah, I would like was, to. Was he friends with Wedge too? They were all. No, Wedge, Wedge, Biggs and Wedge meet in, when they join the Rebel Alliance together. Okay. You know, and they become pilots together. And so that's how they kind of like, but they were never, they didn't know each other before that. Okay. But I would love to see some stories about Biggs. And wedge together, um, but uh, but yeah, I want to know more about that because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't read the, your questions of the week ahead of time. You hadn't just mm-hmm. the prep notes, but I always read it at and I start thinking about because I want the answer to be more organic yeah. in my head. So that was the first thing that popped in my head was Big's Dark Lighter. Yeah. So that's who I would like to see a side story about because I think that there needs to be more there. Yeah. You know, because I always thought it was cheap that Luke sees his best. He talks about his le- his best friend. Um, a long time, you know, at the early part of the movie, he talks about it, and then mm-hmm. he shows up at the end and then dies. Yeah. And I always thought that was like that was cheap service to Biggs. That that was awful. Yeah. But all right, so that's my thing there. Yeah. Anybody got anything else to add? Pretty much everybody on Firefly. Everybody on Firefly. They all have stories. They all have don't stories they? that never got told. Especially the one I, I mean, you said Shepard Book. Mm-hmm. Wash. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He must have a fascinating. How does somebody who grows up on a planet? That you can't even see the stars mm-hmm. eventually become a, a deep space pilot. Well, I would assume that's probably the part of the, yeah. the reasoning was because you can't see the stars. And you I want to know about the planet where they juggle ducks. It's it's the mustache. <laughs> that it's, the, it's mu- the mustache. The mustache. Yeah. the mustache is why he became a pilot. <laughs> Kaylee, Anara, they all have stories that you would want to know more about. But Kaylee, we got some of her backstory. We know who her father was. Mm-hmm. We know where what planet she's from. We know how she came to do different things. Mm -hmm. We know less about Wash. Mm -hmm. We know a lot less. We know less about Zoe. True. But we do know she was in the war, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But But Wash is definitely one of my... Wash, but you get very little of his backstory. Mm -hmm. Just that he's a great pilot. He had... How did he... I mean, was he in the war? It doesn't seem like he was in the war. How did he stay out of the war? He was a video gamer. He was a video gamer. (laughs) <laughs> he was in the world championships, and that's how he learned how to fly. It was all Ready Player One. Yeah, simulation. simulation. So Wash, yes. was Wash is Ready Player Two. He was in the Oasis. Yeah. And Virtual that would, reality. Whoever had the most and quarters could back do that. then won. <laughs> that's it. They did that's the flight it. simulations. And plus, I just want to just see more of Alan Tudyk in pretty much anything. <laughs> Which, if you want to see Alan did you watch Tudyk, the Purgatory. Um, I watched some of it, yeah. But if you, ha- I mean, I know most of you guys haven't seen it. Dollhouse. Oh my God. Him in Dollhouse is like some of his nothing you've ever best seen. Best work. Oh, oh my, my God. God. He's so amazing in that. All right. Actually, in Forty Two, the Jackie Robinson movie. Oh, is he in that? He plays the racist man. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. I actually read an article about that about why he was the perfect person to play that role. That it was very difficult for him, but he was the perfect person to have somebody that's so universally likable uh-huh. play such an awful character yeah. because it really brought home the whole idea of is that y- you can like this person but they're still a racist piece of crap right. <laughs> so I yeah I actually thank you Billy I've been meeting, wanting to see that and mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that after I read that article yeah, hey Billy oh, yes. we've, we've run out of things to talk about okay, today okay then let me uh, hit 
So you punch a couple buttons, and there there it is. And this has been Monkey Business, brought to you by your friends at the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you June 9th and 10th, 2018, at the Floriano Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Love us on Facebook, love us on Patreon, and love us as as you find us on the street, because we will give you hugs, I guess. It's it's a thing. So (laughs) we're done for the day, and we will see you all next week. Have a great one.